0: Welcome to Slants and Rants, the home of hot takes, arguments, and the right opinion about your favorite team. Now, here are your hosts, CTD and Vega.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Wild card round is over. Divisional playoff round is underway. As always, your hosts CTD and Patty V. The Slants and Rants podcast, the best football podcast in all, all, all of the land. But we start this episode how we normally do, Patrick Vega. I should call you Mister Wildcard, a perfect six and zero in the wild card. Patty V, how you doing today, buddy?
0: Man, too little, too late. But, but it feels good to go undefeated this week. And especially predict what was gonna happen to some of the games. You know, I said the Bills Patriots was my lock of the week. I said it'd be a blowout, and guess look what happened. Josh Allen had five touchdowns, only four completions, and the Bills dog walked the Patriots. Uh Wild Car man, what a what a downer that was, huh? What a downer who, that was.
1: Who are you telling?
0: Well listen, I knew your eagles didn't have a chance. I tried to give them some type of a shot, but... This this is the thing, though.
1: We knew they didn't have a chance to win, but, like, them and the Cardinals... Like, the 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 Patriots, you cut a little bit of slack, too. Like, I mean, like, they their, like, reputation, you know, gives them credit. But the Eagles and Cardinals, there wasn't a single second where either of those teams, I was like, oh, they have a shot. The Patriots, it was like you can convince yourself, like, all right, they're down two scores, they get a stop here, they go down and score. Like, this is a brand new ball game. There that never crossed my mind in the Eagles or the Cardinals game at any point. When it was seven nothing, when it was 14 nothing, 17 nothing. Never. I was never like, oh, if they get a stop here, they can score and this is gonna become a game. Like, but not a great week for outside of Joe Burrow. First playoff quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, Mac Jones all look terrible.
0: No, you're right, 100%. They look terrible. Uh, Kyler looked look lost out there. You could Again, once DeAndre Hopkins was ruled out for the season, they, what, what a difference that was. You know, Everything went right downhill for the Cardinals. And again, on this podcast, on this fantastic Slants and Rants podcast, have we not been more right? on anyone than we are on Cliff Kingsbury. Can we just say what it is? Cliff Kingsbury can't get the job done. Every year they start off well and they choke in the, in the, in the second, on the second half of the season. Cliff Kingsbury, I think he's got to go, man. I think Cliff Kingsbury is not the coach in Arizona.
1: I agree with you. He – and it's not just in Arizona that he's been like this. Oklahoma, Texas Tech. This is what Cliff Kingsbury is. He is, I was listening to uh, a press conference with Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman, and Nick Sirianni mentioned the good teams always stay trajecting upwards. Even when they have a rough start, they always stay trajecting upwards. Then you have teams that they get get into these red hot starts and it's impossible for them to maintain it. And then they, they do even worse than trying to maintain it they fall off a cliff. That's exactly what happens with Cliff Kingsbury. It's a very fitting first name for him because all of his teams fall off cliffs. All of them.
0: No, you're, you're 100% right. And again, we've been saying it since day one. He is not the guy in Arizona. He's not a great coach. He wasn't a great coach in college. And again, you're supposed to overcome injuries. Every team has. And the Cardinals just got dog walked on Monday. And guess who said they would? Me. I told you, I'm like I love the Rams. I didn't see the Cardinals having any chance. Odell Beckham played fantastic. Von Miller had a sack in the game. Aaron Donald is just out of this goddamn world. So, listen, Rams bucks next week, man. Sunday, that, that that's a special one. The Rams like the Rams, I think the Rams dog walked the Bucks last time. Yep. If I'm not mistaken. So in Tampa should be a fun one. I'm just a little worried
1: that after watching that Bucks game where they played the Eagles, they it's it's just typical Tom Brady. Like he almost like kind of lulls you throughout the season when he's I shouldn't say like coasting, like the old Lacoste joke. Because Brady led the league in touchdowns. He threw for 43 touchdowns or whatever it was. But you kind of just forget about the entire team and how good the team is. And then when you get to the playoffs, like, the Eagles are not uh, – like, they they were obviously a playoff team. They were not a, a great team. The Bucks made it look like they were playing a two-win team. And it's just like that type of team, they just were like, hey, we need to get into the playoffs and get one of the top seeds And then we're going to turn it on. And they they can turn it on mainly
0: on the defensive side of the ball. Todd Bowles. Uh, uh, He 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 coached a hell of a game. The defense is flying. Again, I was watching in the truck, but they were flying all over. Jalen Hurts looked, he looked lost out there. But again, you could see the difference between a veteran team that's been there versus another team that that's never been there. And that was the Eagles. But hey, you know, Jonathan Gannon is getting um he's getting he's getting calls. He's getting calls. Know you're happy about that. I know actually you're sad about that. I'm sorry. But, you know.
1: Mind-blowing that he's getting uh, head coaching calls. But it's one thing. The Bucks. I picked them to um, – I didn't even pick them to go to the Super Bowl. But as the year was going on and everyone was all over the Packers, I was like, man, the Bucks are going to be – the Bucs are going to be the team. They're going to be the one that, that go. And I think we're going to get a Super Bowl rematch. Most likely, hopefully, the bill. I, I would like to see a Bills-Bucks Super Bowl. But this one thing that crossed my mind when, when the Bucks were playing the Eagles, and I was like, "This is just so blatantly obvious." Everyone has really forgotten how Todd Bowles completely shut down Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reed, like them individually. An Andy Reed offense and Patrick Mahomes are both two very, very good. And them together have been they put have put together one of the best offenses. Patty V with the phone, my
0: lord! That's my bad. I clicked on something. I thought the <laughs> line was off, and I was wrong. And I apologize <laughs> about that. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm good for one every week. It wouldn't be the podcast if I didn't do it. You know what I mean? But it's all good. Yes, Todd Bowles and Bruce Arians last year out coached Andy Reid and all these other teams. To me, in the AFC wise whoever wins that Bills-Chiefs game is going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, I just think whoever wins that game is going to the Super Bowl. You know, granted, I would love to see Joe Burrow and the Bengals make it. Um, I just don't think it's this year. I still think they're missing something in the back end. But the Titans, we'll see how Derrick Henry is. I still can't trust Ryan Tannehill. And, again, you know how I feel about the Titans. I feel like they're phony, even though they keep throwing it in my face every week. But – Sunday night, Bills Bills Chiefs. It's gonna be a special one. You would hope. You would hope. You know, the, the Bills got off to a good, good lead last year, and then Pat Mahomes turned it up and absolutely embarrassed them in the AFC championship game last year. So the Bills need to show up and play, Sean McDermott. This is the game. You need to coach the game of your life this week. All I'm just I'm just worried that they when they
1: crushed the Chiefs in Arrowhead earlier in this year. I'm worried that they like put everything into that game. And now it's like you, like I feel like uh, most people would take from that game. Like, Oh, they could do that again. They've already done it once. I almost like take it as
0: like a negative, like, Oh man, the odds of them doing that again. Well, that's how I will. Think about it. Every team in the AFC has beat the chiefs this year. I don't see all, I don't see any of them beating them twice.
1: That's a great Uh, point. I didn't even think of that.
0: Yeah. All, all three of them have beat them. And like you said, it's just like, Shit, we beat them already. Can we do it again? And yeah. and the Bengals, the
1: Bengals beat them at home. Came back to win. in my opinion, they have the most legitimate of the wins because the the Bills and the Titans both beat the Chiefs when they were a, a clusterfuck. They didn't know what the hell was going on. They were playing horrible. Like yeah, winning an Arrowhead, it, it's not. I shouldn't downplay it, but that was not like a normal Kansas City Chiefs team at the time. That was. That was a shell of that team. The Bengals legit beat the Chiefs, but they're at home. Now you'd have to go to Arrowhead and do it again.
0: Yeah, yeah you're hundred percent right. And again, you you have to keep up scoring with them. Either keep up with scoring them, or somehow slow down Pat Mahomes. But it, the way Pat Mahomes has been playing in this, since they went that they went on that win streak where the offense wasn't playing great, they played play the Bengals, they lose their shootout. And then they turn it up against the Steelers, which we knew the Steelers didn't have a shot this week. We, we again, we we knew Big Ben couldn't keep up with could uh, keep up with the Chiefs. We knew, we knew there wasn't a shot in hell. And it's funny because I think I was at the airport, and um, uh, not the airport. Where was I? And I, I was still in Dallas, and I saw like T.J. Watt score a touch. i like, oh shit, look at that. I blinked, and next you know, it was like twenty-one-seven or whatever it was, and I was like. The hell's going on? <laughs> so it's funny so, you say that because
1: I was flying home from Tampa, and right before I put my phone on airplane mode, it was when TJ Watt scored, and it was seven nothing. And then when I landed, because it was like only an hour flight, I landed. It was forty-two to twenty-one. I was like, <laughs> that escalated quickly.
0: Uh, it, was, it was it was crazy. I, Travis Kelsey threw a touchdown pass. Travis have. Kelsey. Yeah, Travis Kelsey threw a touchdown pass. Like, direct snap, Mahomes ran, like, ran out on a swing route, and he, like, pump fake, like, and then just threw it, and they think he hit Pringle, I think, for a touchdown. I think if are buying Pringle for a touchdown, or is it hard? I'm pretty sure it's Pringle, but it's just crazy how the Chiefs get – when the Chiefs want to turn it up and play, there's no one to stop them. And you know I'm rooting for every other team in the AFC to get there. I do not want the Chiefs. I want the Chiefs to be out here. i will be happy as a miserable Bronco fan. Make my day, get them out, pack their bags. Let's get them out. But I don't know if anyone could do it. I don't know if anyone in the AFC can do it.
1: So I have a future on the Bills. Um, and if they I need them to win it all because I had them to win the Super Bowl. So so it would be it would be nice if they won it all. But I, I'll say this. We need the Bengals to beat the Titans. Because no matter who wins the Bills Chiefs game, you know it's going to be a fireworks game. Playing the Bengals, the Bengals are probably with the way the Chiefs offense played this year. The Bengals were the most explosive offense in the league. They had, I think, they had the most amount of seventy-five plus yard touchdowns. Like they were truly, you blink, they're in the end zone type offense. The Titans just aren't that that team. Like although I've I've talked up the Titans and like I think they're a good team. Stylistically, like if you get a shootout with them, they're going to drive for six or seven minutes and score, and then you score in forty-five seconds. Like it's just not the same type of game. The Bengals, where they when their defense uh, will lack, their offense will make up for it and score in some electric fashion. So it's guaranteed fireworks whether they play the bills or they play the chiefs the only thing that would worry me is they're the young, the youngest boys on the block they're the the newest kids to the party who knows how they handle the stage like they could they could make it to the afc championship go play an arrowhead and get dog walked it could be 21 nothing like um like five minutes ten minutes into the game was it that the Texans Chiefs game, where it was like the Texans can't went out that huge lead or whatever. Like, it yeah, could be the opposite, like the, of that. what
0: 21 3 or something like that. 21-0 Yeah, or whatever like was. it could be the yeah, opposite the, of that. The, the, the Chiefs in the second quarter, literally next, thing you know, it was like 35 21 or something like that. Yeah, it was exactly. really outrageous.
1: Yeah, my worry is the Bengals, like you might not get that type of start and then you can keep it up. Like, you they're so new, they're new to this, they got their first playoff win. in – 30 years, like that would be my only worry. The Titans have at least been to an AFC championship game. You know, they've been to the dance multiple years, four straight years in the playoffs, something
0: like that. Like, and, and, and I definitely trust, trust Mike Grable more than Zach Taylor. Absolutely. I definitely trust Mike. You know, as much as I love Joe Burrow, I think Joe Burrow's a superstar. You know, they're Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Uzama, Mixon, that offense. It's just never been there before. And you're playing a veteran team that has a great D line. And if Derrick Henry can come back and be 85% of himself, it's going to be a tough one. Especially that Josh Jacobs only had 13 carries. Less. We can have like 87 yards, I think. So if Josh Jacobs is running the ball with Josh Jacobs like that, you would expect you would expect that Derrick Henry is going to get some, uh, get some running lanes in there. But I hope, listen, if any of the teams in the AFC can make it, who was my Super Bowl prediction again? Bills Packers?
1: Bills Packers. We both had –
0: or no, I had Chiefs Packers. You had Bills Packers. So um, you're probably going to be right. But I would love to see the Bengals win and make it. Yeah, I think Joe is that good. And uh, I think they're just exciting young team to watch. But, uh, again, I truly, truly think whoever wins this AFC championship game is going to the Super Bowl. I, I just – that's how I feel. You mean
1: whoever, whoever wins the chiefs Whoever Bills wins,
0: wins the, A- the Chiefs-Bills game, sorry, is yeah, going to go to the Super yeah. Bowl. Whoever wins that game, I think, is uh, – we'll be representing the AFC in LA this this year.
1: And it's interesting on the NFC side because I don't want to say like the, the fat was trimmed from the playoffs, but by the way, since the addition of the seventh seed, like those games of the two versus seven have not been close. They've all been very easy wins for the two seeds. I don't want to say like fat was trimmed, but, we talked about the Cardinals stumbling into the playoffs. Like they were not going to be a legit threat. We thought that the Eagles, like, depending on the matchup, could at least like if they played like if they played the Rams or the Cardinals, it would have been a much different game. Playing a team like the Bucs, forget it. And then the Cowboys, I mean, they, they are who we thought they were. It's we we weren't gonna fall into that trap. I picked them because I was like, I'll I'll pick them because they're at home, but it is not the no, the
0: it, you know, it's it, 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 the Cowboys are, are Cowboys. Yeah. the Cowboys, man. Yeah, Cowboys are the Cowboys. They haven't been a good team all year. They and that's the thing, you know, you, you see Cowboy fans complaining, saying the refs screwed them or all this. You guys got outplayed from the whistle, from the opening whistle. There was, they had no Jimmy G was the only reason the Cowboys were still in that game, Jimmy Garoppolo was the only reason the Cowboys were still in that game. Cowboys had no business in that game. They got outplayed from the f- the opening whistle up until the last the last whistle. And if it wasn't if Jimmy G wasn't the, uh, went back to I don't know his Nevada days or whatever it was, Jimmy G like he he was dreadful in the end. He was literally just handing them platters. And if they would have just kept continuing, to run the ball. Or Jimmy G not turn the ball over, the game would have been over in the beginning of the fourth quarter.
1: Jimmy G, I think, uh, he's what I call the Atlanta Falcons. He's the the worst best and the best worst because you look at like his career record. Jimmy G is like has a great a great record as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Has made a Super Bowl was was a quarter and a half away from being a Super Bowl champion. But then you a watch him. Like, yeah. He's a pass away, yeah.
0: Emmanuel Sanders.
1: Yeah, he's a pass away from being a, a Super Bowl champion as a starting quarterback. I should say. I think what he went two with the Patriots as the backup. Yeah, yeah. So he, he was as a starter. You know, yeah, it was. He was a pass away from winning as a starting quarterback. But then you watch him against the Cowboys, and it's like no wonder they drafted Trey Lance. Like no wonder that like this is such a question mark. He's a quarterback that, like, I wouldn't be shocked if next year a someone – I was literally going to say, like, a team like the Broncos or, like, say the, the Raiders lose Carr, you know, a, a Raider or whatever. Like, he's he's going to be – or maybe, you know, the, the Browns move on from Mayfield and they bring in a guy like Jimmy G. Like, he's going to be a guy. He's going to go somewhere and he's going to win, you know, nine or ten games in the most boring, least impressive way. But the 49ers though, it's, it's not, it's not about how good you are sometimes about how hot you can get. They're scorching hot right now. Their run game, Kyle Shanahan and his run game and their defense looking fantastic, but just like we said with the bucks earlier, and like we said with Zach Taylor, when it comes to the playoffs, you just think about guys you can trust. And I just don't trust Kyle Shanahan to go all the way and get this done, especially with the team that they have and the quarterback that they have. I'm always going to have that reservation.
0: No, and I have no doubt in my mind. I know we're not getting to our picks yet, but I do not. Want, I'll tease it up. I do not see the 49ers have any chance in this football game on Saturday. I really don't.
1: And I think it has nothing to do with them. I think their best chance, though, is the Packers' run defense stinks.
0: That is, but, again, the Packers can score in a blink of an eye. Fred Warner got hurt at the end of the game. Nick Bosa is in concussion protocol. They said it'll probably be cleared, but exactly. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, right? It's late. It's 40 at night. We're having fun. We're having fun, man. We're having fun. <laughs> But now uh, if you don't need your two best defensive players against the Packers, you're screwed. You are absolutely going to be screwed. I again Debo Samuel is an absolute star. He is so much fun to watch. But they're, they're running into the right now the best team in the NFC in the Packers. I I don't see them stopping Aaron. I don't see them stopping Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, even Lazard. Um, yeah, they they, they can try and run the ball. And keep Aaron Rodgers off, off the field, but I just think there'll be enough big plays for the Packers to uh move on to what is this their second straight NFC championship if they win?
1: Yes, because they played the Bucks last year. Yeah. And uh you you just reminded me talking about Debo Samuel, you reminded me of a tweet that I wanted to bring up to you. You know the uh, the guy, I can't think of his name, it's like Magruder or something like that. He's the big Cowboys fan, but he does all like the viral, like um Fan reactions to the draft. Fan reactions to the trade. Uh, you know, like the um, like when the draft happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll
1: like wear a different, he'll wear the shirt of the team that he's like pretending to be a fan of whatever.
0: Oh he put yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He, he put out a tweet that was so bad. He said like he's like oh, oh like, can, he, can they use
0: CD Lamb?
1: He's like the Cowboys could use CD Lamb like uh, like the 49ers. D. Bo D. Bo like no, they can't. There's certain to like, like people don't understand. Like Debo Samuel is incredibly impressive and is an all pro player. But like what he's doing cannot just be easily done by another fast receiver or a receiver with good hands. Like he is a very specific skill set that, like now what we're seeing with like Cordell Patterson. Like Cordell Patterson is now, he's gonna get a contract. Like he's revived his career as a running back slash wide receiver. Obviously not to the level that Debo Samuel has done it this year, but it takes a very special athlete to be able to pull that off, but also credit to Shanahan. Although I kind of poo-pooed on him before takes a special play caller to know how to use a guy like that and get the most out of him because just using him as a receiver is an injustice to the talent that he has.
0: No, hundred percent. CD Lamb isn't that type of, like, isn't that type of all-purpose receiver bat. He's CD Lamb's a damn good round runner. He's a damn good receiver. He's gonna get open. But Debo Samuel, you could use that way. Like you said, Cordell Paris is another person that you could put on, on special teams. You can take kickballs. You could take punts. You can run the ball. You could catch. CD Lamb, you're not gonna put in the backfield. And run the ball with him. It's not who CD Lamb is. He wasn't drafted for that. Wasn't drafted in that hybrid hybrid receiver running back role. So that, yeah, I saw that tweet, that tweet was dumb. But another funny tweet or post and seen all over. It's just how funny, how much people are ripping on Washington. Yeah. It's so funny. Roshan's coaching staff, I think, was like 2013, I think? Yeah,
1: 20,
0: 2012 or 2013, the year they hired Jay Gruden. Yeah, the year they hired Jay Gruden. And then they had LaFleur, Shanahan, and uh, McVeigh. All on one staff. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just so funny because that, that would happen to the Washington football team. Three coaches that two of them have lost and been to a Super Bowl and have lost, and the other one's been in two straight. Well, he's been an NFC championship game, and he has the number one number one team in the NFC right now. And what has Washington done since? Nothing. They, they, they've been to the playoffs. That's about they got- it. They
1: got lucky that the Panthers fired Ron Rivera because like they don't they don't yeah, deserve they, they, Ron they walked, Rivera.
0: No, they, they walked right into that lucky one. And um, uh, but it's just so funny, they had those three guys on their <laughs> on their coaching staff, and not one of them got the job in Washington. They all left <laughs> it it's even
1: crazier, too, that you had those three guys on the coaching staff around that time, and like Washington was they were good around then, but like they never played in an mm-hmm. NFC championship game, like. I don't even. They won what? Maybe one playoff game in that time period. Like, like the wild card they, game. Like
0: they they lost with RG three in Seattle. Uh, that, that was that was Shanahan's year. That was even Jay Gruden's year. Didn't uh, Kirk uh,
1: Cousins win a playoff game?
0: Hasn't he lost? Let me. No, let's Google. Let's do the Google. I think yeah. Team. While
1: you Google that, the reason why I bring it up is, um, I actually saw a tweet since two thousand. The Eagles have more playoff wins than the rest of the NFC East
0: combined. So the last time the Washington football team has won a playoff game was in 2005. Damn. So no. And the last time they won was against the Bucks in 2005. And I actually remember this game for some odd reason. Why I remember this game, I don't know. But I remember Clinton. That's right. I remember Clinton Porter, Sean Taylor, um, yeah, I think I think Chris Sims started. I think this game. Uh, yep, Chris Sims was a starting quarterback for for the Bucks. For the Bucks, and can you guess who the Washington Football Team quarterback was in this playoff game?
1: Like Dante Culpepper or something?
0: <laughs> Dante Culpepper? No, that is that is.
1: Uh, was that it um? Right. Was it
0: uh You're not Chris gonna get w- it, but no,
1: it's just funny. No, was it Chris Winky? <laughs> Would <Was it, laughs> no. no. he play for no. Washington? I know he's in Carolina. I
0: think he um, just I, I, don't, I do not know if he plays for Washington.
1: Was it um it was it was before Jason Campbell, I assume.
0: I believe so, yes. If you got this right, I'd be very proud.
1: All right, let me hear it. Mark Brunel.
0: Oh, I would have never got that. Mark Brunell. <laughs>
1: let's,
0: let's, I told you, I never got this game it was so bad. It was Mark Brunel versus Chris Simmons in a playoff game.
1: That's rough.
0: That is rough. And then you had Clinton Portis, Labelle Betts, Antonio, San Antonio Santana Moss, Chris Cooley, James Thrash,
1: Chris Cooley, man,
0: legend, Chris Cooley. Uh, now on the Bucks, I did Cadillac. All-Star Joey Galloway. Um,
1: you know, I'm, I'm happy you just started mentioning these names because when I was in Tampa, it strove me insane. We all know Florida sports are a joke, like, we know the fan base is terrible in Florida. Like, the ones who know, know people in Florida don't care about sports if they're good, they'll go. When I was in Tampa, 90 percent, and like, that's m- the minimum 90 percent of the jerseys there were brand new Tom Brady bucks jerseys. I saw maybe I saw one Warren Sapp jersey. I didn't see a <laughs> yeah. single I didn't see a single um Mike Alstott jersey, John Lynch jersey, John Lynch, didn't see a uh Cadillac Williams like I didn't see anything. There was like the occasional Gronk jersey. I think I saw one Mike Evans jersey. And then there was nothing but brand new Brady jerseys. The only older jerseys that I saw that weren't Eagle jerseys were Patriot Tom Brady jerseys. Ugh. So like disgusting.
0: So so disgusting. We
1: got people there. You know, obviously they're talking trash to us. And like, look, if you if you go to an away playoff game, like you gotta be going there ready to deal with people yelling at you. Like it just It comes with especially for getting killed like the Eagles were getting killed. Like, yeah, you just you know, it's coming. You got to take it. But at least like if you're going to try to talk shit, at least be a legit fan and not a fair weather fan. Like you are wearing a brand new jersey that's probably still got the tags on underneath it. Like how (laughs) bought it from
0: the shop right there?
1: Probably like like a lot of those fans were not legit. So you're saying so you're saying there wasn't no there was no Josh Freeman jerseys. Not a single Josh Freeman jersey, former New York Giant, didn't see
0: it. <laughs> former Minnesota Viking.
1: Former Minnesota Viking. You know what did drive me insane, though, about the game? And I know you'll agree with this. I'd be shocked if you didn't. But it takes a special. And, time.
0: Uh, Josh Freeman was not a New York Giant, by the way. I thought Freeman was in.
1: Oh, no, no, no. You know what I'm thinking of? When he played the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. Uh, yep. With um, Minnesota.
0: Yes, that's what I'm i was. I was working that game. I'll never forget that game because he was so fucking dreadful. Yes, he was yes. so dreadful. That, that it was wasn't the a New York Times. He
1: played them on Monday
0: Night Football. That's what I'm thinking of. He I need to look up his numbers and in That game. Hold on. He was horrible. Yeah, I was working that game and it was dreadful.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> continue, continue what you were saying. Um It takes a special
0: type of loser. Hold on. (laughs) Who was the coach of the Bucks of the Vikings this year? Oh my God, Leslie Frazier. Listen, I know you're getting a lot of, I know you're getting some interviews and you're getting looks, but (laughs) Eli Manning, 23 of 39, one TD, 200 yards. Not a great game. But the Giants ended up winning 23 7. Who ran the ball for the Giants here? Adrian Peterson, man. The Giants, one here, Adrian Peterson. I'll get the Freeman's numbers, but. Adrian Peterson, 13 carries, 28 yards. Oof. Want to hear the Giants running backs were this game?
1: Uh, Was it uh, – wait, 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 hold on. Was it Uh, David Wilson? Is he one of them?
0: No, you, you're not going to get these at all. I'll, uh, I'll give you a hint. Okay, the one running back was on a Madden cover.
1: Oh, yeah. I was, my next guess was going to be Peyton Hillis because you yes. were saying – It was um, Peyton
0: Hillis and Michael Cox.
1: I wouldn't have got my Michael Cox. No, I, I, I don't, get think, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. think
0: a giant fan would have. But yeah, Payton Hillis went had 18 carries, 36 yards for a touch. This is this Monday night game was dry. I'll never, I remember working it. it was that bad. Yeah, Peyton Hillis 18 to 36 in one touch. On Michael Cox 11 carries, 23 yards. Victor Cruz had a good game, five or seven 50 yards. Reuben Randall. But let's get to Josh Freeman here. Oh, actually, look, Cordell Patterson was on this team actually. Josh Freeman's numbers. 20 of 53 <laughs> 190 yards and one interception do the 53 times for 190 yards that's terrible do you know what you have to do to throw 53 times and you can't even crack 200 yards that's bad that is uh, I, I've seen players do it in like 18 attempts 20 attempts and hit three four hundred 53 attempts Granted, the giants the Giants have some decent players from the fucking defense Antro roll just tuck damn I forgot John decent play from him but still yeah you, Eli went Eli didn't have a good game and he still cracked 200 at least he would had the 200 mark in <laughs> 14 less throws. That's what I was thinking of, dude.
1: That Josh Freeman Monday night football game. I'm so happy you looked that up.
0: Oh, I'll never forget it. I will never forget it. But all right, Chris. (laughs) Wait, what what were you saying before I cut you off again?
1: I was saying it takes a special type of loser to go to a sports game and wear a jersey of a team
0: that's not playing. Oh, the people that do that should be banned from the stadium and take your ticket should be given to a real fan. So this is where you are a cornball. I actually started yelling at three people
1: because they truly showed up in all Cowboys gear. One of them was wearing a Micah Parsons Jersey. I'm yelling at him. I'm like, your team has a playoff game in two and a half hours. Why are you there? What are you doing here? Your team that you are wearing to this Eagles Bucks playoff game has a game that you should care way more about in two and a half hours.
0: What are you doing here, people? Oh, that just pissed me off. I hate that. I hate that. When I was like, when I was like thirteen, I'd wear like a Mets shirt to a Yankee game, thinking I was cute. I was thirteen. Yeah. Now when I go to, if I go to a game, these Yankee are adults
1: game, I'm talking about. These are not
0: little. kids. Yeah, I know. Again, if I'm gonna now, I'm an adult. I'll go to the game in a fucking wrestling t-shirt, any t-shirt, whatever, anything, and a, and a hat or whatever. If I go to a giant game, you know what I'm wearing? Nothing that has to do with the Broncos if the Broncos aren't playing. Because what, what's the point? Exactly. They're, you are, and then, especially your team plays in two, two three hours in a playoff game, and you're, you're sitting at Raymond Jane Stadium what are you doing?
1: I saw a couple of Bill's stuff. I was like, whatever. You're so relevant to today. But like, I mean, your team won the day before, like the night before. So, you know, you're probably hyped about it. Whatever. I, like, I was like, I'll cut you a little bit of slack. Like you have nothing to do with this game at least. But the, the fans that I saw on Cowboys stuff, I was like, what are you doing here? Like truly, what are you doing here? Your team cringe. plays in two and a half hours in a playoff game.
0: Uh, it's it's cringe. They should be embarrassed. Uh, oh God, fuck you. That's almost like fuck yous. It pissed me off. Like, a, like I, the Eagles. Uh, well I hate it too. Because like, again, yeah, it preserves no relevance to the game. Like, none at all. You're, 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 and again, your team plays in a few hours. Your team plays in a few hours. Go home. Go, I'd be on my couch or at a bar, whatever I'm doing, ready to watch that game. Ugh,
1: God. Also, another pet peeve I have about uh, sporting events that I brought up to one of the people I was with. Because I've seen people do this, and it drives me insane. Nothing bothers me more than people who go to a tailgate and then don't go to the game. Don't get me started. It's like, don't
0: don't get me started.
1: Why are you at a tailgate? If you're not going to the game, like just drink at home, hang out at home, have a party at home. Like wake up, wake up way later, sleep in and get drunk at your house. Not have to worry about a ride. Anything like, why are you here? If
0: you're not going to the game, I've gotten to arguments with best friends of mine about this. I've gotten to plenty of debates about this. I find it stupid. Yeah, it Again, is. especially nowadays where if, if you could fi- figure out the way to hook up the TV and get red zone and all that. I, all right. I'll give you some of it. Okay, fine. I, I won't be as harsh on you, but if I ain't got a TV there and I can't watch the fucking game or any games, you bet your ass. I'm not going to be there. I'll be on my couch <laughs> yeah. in my fucking undies relaxing. And you're going to sit here. Oh, let's go. T-. No, 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 no. I'd be perfectly fine where I'm at on my couch. And like you said, we could stay in the comfort of my own house, either not sweating my ass off or not freezing my ass off, watching whatever I want. Any game I want to put on, I will put on. I want to watch Scott Hansen on Red Zone, I could put him on. And again, I need to use a bathroom. I got my toilet here. I don't got to use a porter potty. I don't got to deal with any of that.
1: I was going to say, like if you could get the the TV set up or whatever, like I'll cut you a little bit of slack, but it'd have to be the greatest day of weather ever to do it. Because if if it's even the slightest bit hot or the slightest bit cold, why would I do that? Why would it have to be (laughs) a beautiful day, which in the NFL, that's, maybe one week of football because it's extremely hot as soon as the season starts. And then there's like one, maybe two weeks where it's like kind of nice,
0: especially in our area. Well, we're from in Jersey, the the North, the Northeast.
1: Yeah. And then it gets extremely cold. Like
0: you're talking about like splitting hairs and listen, even I'm, I'm the type to like, if the Broncos are in a playoff game, I'd go like, if it's freezing, I'd be there. Mm-hmm. But a regular season game, it is freezing. I ain't going unless it's a meaningful game. Of if, course, if, especially with like I know I know people that go to Giant games. It's like December, and I'm like, what are you doing? You couldn't pay me to be in that stadium. Pay me to be in that stadium.
1: The only exception I'll make because I, I went to the Eagles wild card game a few years ago, where it was freezing, but it was a wild card mm-hmm. game.
0: Wild card game that that yeah. that that that's all good. That's agreed. That, that's the,
1: fair. The exception I'll make this next year, this next season coming up, the Eagles play the Steelers in Philadelphia, and you know one of my best friends Snowden is a Steelers fan, so we're like, all right, like you know, even if I just fly in that morning, like we got yeah, to go. you to don't the know game. the schedule yet. Yeah, you know, we don't know the schedule.
0: Yeah, hopefully it's early in the year, and it's like, oh, it's meaningful. Like it's still meaningful. You know what I mean? It's like week yeah. five, or you know what I mean? It's still. Yeah, hopefully if it's if it's week seven, week sixteen and both teams are fucking seven and ten or whatever, seven and nine, yeah. or six and whatever, you're gonna sit there and be like, hey bro, you wanna go out and go grab a drink <laughs> and watch this game? Like, is it really yeah. that worth it? <laughs> exactly. Where it's like it's like, oh,
1: like like it honestly might be one of those where if it's that late in the year, we might have to be like, hey, like maybe we just buy our tickets early, so we're kind of forced to. Forced to yeah. go because if it gets closer and like my team's out of it and it's gonna be ten degrees, I'm gonna be like, "Hey man, I start to excited to the fly there." I'm like, hey man. Oh. <laughs> "Hey man, I know we made these plans, but uh, I'm
0: out on that." But like uh, the, a good example, I remember like people, like a bunch of my friends went to the Giant Jet game that was meaningful in the year the Giants in the Super Bowl and Victor Cruz like that 99 yard touchdown. Like yes, again, that game is a game you want to be at. Giants win. Both for either team, both teams need to win that game to get to the playoffs or whatever. Yeah. Again, if like the Broncos the past few years, I'm not going to the game. <laughs> they play Saturday against the chiefs this year. If I lived in Denver, you think I'm going to Broncos Chiefs on a Saturday to watch drew lock play. Hell no. Hell no.
1: I could have went to multiple Eagle games last year. They were horrible. And like, I normally try to go to a game a year when I was living in the area. Like, you know, I try to hit a game every year. Like, you know, you live that close. I like always had the mindset, like, I may not always live this close. Like, I need to take advantage of it. And I tried to, you know, once I was, was older. Last year, I was like, what am I going to do? Spend 200, 300 bucks to freeze my ass off and watch this team lose by 30? Like, no, I'm good.
0: No, not at all. For a while, I love how we just got off completely off the rails here. Oh, I forgot we were, I forgot we were even doing a, uh, you know, a, a divisional round podcasts here but hey this is what makes it great of course i mean this is what happens when you have four blowouts
1: in six of the playoff games
0: yeah yeah but hey divisional round divisional weekend is always the best weekend in football it sucks i'll miss the saturday mostly i'll miss some i'll miss the first game hopefully i get to catch the second game and someday i'll definitely be able to watch but Big football weekend, divisional weekend. Let's set it up. Saturday, Bengals going to Tennessee. San Fran going to Green Bay. Sunday, Rams at Bucks, And then the it off, Bills at Chiefs. Some heavy hitters, some of these games. Let's start it off with the first one. Especially, I feel like these games go in order of how, like, how good I think they are and, like, Again, these TV companies know what they're doing. CBS knows what they're doing. NBC, again, they, they all talk. They all do their stuff. 4.30 on, my, on on the job that signs my checks. CBS, I believe it's Ian Eagle and Charles Davis. Evan Wasper on the sideline. Joe Byrne with Cincinnati Bengals. Traveling to the AFC's number one seed. Mike Vrabel. And the possible return of King Henry. The Tennessee Titans, Chris. Who are you going with?
1: It's weird because something in me is telling me to take the Bengals. I like the Titans are obviously the safe pick. They're the number one seed. They're playing at home. They're coming off rest, but it's almost like uh, when you have a team that rests their starters the last week of the year. And then you go into the playoffs and you just happen to match up against a team. That's red hot. Like the Bengals are, I mean, they're hot. They just won their first playoff game in 30 years. All right. They lost their last game of the season against the Browns, but half the team was on the COVID list. The other half was rested because of injuries. Like that wasn't the legit Bengals before that, you know, They beat the chiefs and they win the division. They, they destroy the Ravens. They beat up bad on the Steelers. Like this is a a case where like the, the Titans got the one seed, but not in like the most impressive way they were handling the Texans. It was like, okay, the Titans are going to, they're going to win and get the one seed. All of a sudden the Texans creep back in that game. They make it a ball game. The Titans comes down to the final drive. They have to get the first down, uh, you know, at the two minute warning to run at the clock. And then they go into their bye week and it's like, all right, you have the positive of you just became the number one seed, but you're playing like one of the worst teams in the league. And it came down to the last two minutes. Like I get it. It's a division rival. There's just something in me that loves the Bengals. I don't know what, maybe it's just my favoritism of wanting the Bengals to be, um, be in the AFC Championship game because of matchup wise against the Bills and matchup wise against the Chiefs. So, I'm going to I'm going to pick like a fan here. Patty V, you know I've been all about the Titans all year even when they've had their miserable losses against the Jets. I told you before the season started that they were going to be a top contending team and they became the number 1 seed. So, that that got the job done enough. I'm going to go with the Bengals here. I like them. I think they're red hot, and as much as I don't really trust Zach Taylor, and this is, this is literally the least knowledgeable football thing I'll ever say, that offense just has a certain swag about it right now that they're just clicking. So I'm going to roll with the Bengals. I think they can score quickly against the Titans, and they can score in abundance against the Titans. Give me Cincy, their second playoff win in 30 years.
0: Chris, 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 you know, there's times I wonder what goes to your head. And this time, I'm with you. I'm going with Cincinnati. I'm going to – it could just be the hot pick, and we're just blinded by the hot pick. And instead of taking the veteran team that's been there before, well, like you said, the Bengals are playing hot right now. If history history tells us anything, we should go with the Titans because usually it's always – The top one to three seeds in the AFC in the in the championship games, but man, again, I've been betting against the Titans every every week, and I'm gonna do it again. I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals, and I'll be hitting the icky shuffle there with them when they win. And Trey Henderson is clear to play this week, so that is massive for them. Uh, Let let's see what happens again. I've seen Derrick Henry be quiet in some of these playoff games. I think Joe Burrow is going to lead this team to the AFC Championship, man.
1: If this was a game that was happening in Week Eleven, playing in Tennessee, who would you pick?
0: Probably the Titans, but you know me with the Titans, I. Uh, uh, that's my it depends that's on my- – it, it, it depends on Bengals because the Bengals had like those hot streak and then they had like some real bad like offensive performance which they still kind of won, but they weren't looking good. I'm just I'm just all in on Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. They're just they just have that one two connection punch. So that's
1: it. If this was like a mid mid-year game, I'd be like, uh oh, this is a game the Titans are gonna win because everyone's gonna be on the Bengals. Everyone's gonna forget about the Titans. Like it, exactly this game prime example. This game, if it was happening mid-year, would be exactly how the Chiefs-Titans game was, where I picked the Titans to win, and everyone was all, oh, the Chiefs are going to figure it out. It's going to be all fine. And the Titans killed them. It wasn't even close. They crushed them. They were hitting Mahomes left and right, and everyone was like, oh, damn, we forgot how good the Titans are. Blah blah. blah. But something in me just says it's a playoff game. Joe Burrow has shown us that no moment is too big for him. All of his must win games, he's won. And him and Jamar Chase is a top five quarterback wide receiver duo in the league right now. So I'm going, I'm going Bengals. But like you said, I mean, we could be the 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 safest pick is the Titans, but maybe maybe this is our hearts instead of our heads.
0: Hey, that's fine. But hey, let's move on to Fox, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman. They got Pam Oliver and Aaron Andrews on the sideline, I believe. Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo, the San Francisco 49ers after getting a huge win in Dallas. By the way, I worked at Nickelodeon game, guys. I had some very good uh, pops that, you know, that got, got a little buzz on Twitter, which I'm very happy about. Jimmy G goes uh, jellyfishing in the offseason season SpongeBob on Patrick. Uh, what else did I have? have Micah Parsons completed the Salty Spittoon, whoever gets that reference. Thank you. But, okay. hey, they're traveling to Lambeau Field Saturday night. It's going to be a beautiful setting, I'm sure. Freezing your asses off versus probably the leader in the MVP MVP voting right now to win back-to-back. Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur, Chris, do the 49ers have a chance in this game?
1: I mean, they definitely have a chance, especially because we know what the Packers do in the playoffs. It's every year. They get a top seed. Everyone buys in. Oh, this is the year the Packers are going to figure it out. This is the year they're going to the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. I even picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I was like, oh, this is going to be the year. They go undefeated at home. The writing's on the wall to where it's like, we're going to get that inevitable Packers let down at some point, especially going into the year with. Rogers not wanting to be there. Devontae Adams not wanting to be there. Whatever. That's all beside the point. I think the 49ers have reached their ceiling. They've, they've maxed here. If seating was a little different and the Niners are playing the Rams, I'd be like, oh, this is an interesting one. Shanahan's got McVay's number. The Niners have, they beat the, uh, the Rams like six straight times, whatever it is. I'd be like, wow, this is, you know, if they just switch, it was, if it was Packers, Bucks, and Rams, Niners, if, you know, the Rams were in one seed, I'd be like, you know what? The Niners could go into LA and upset the Rams. I just don't see it with the Packers. I just don't see it, especially Rodgers getting rested for, you know, for a week. I think he's going to tear up that secondary bad bad. There's a reason why this game's on Saturday and not Sunday.
0: Yeah, so this line is minus five and a half, and honestly, I truly expect the Packers to win by 10 to 15 points. I don't see this game being close. I can see this game being a blowout. I just, you know, once the Cowboys started going a little bit, and Dak found a little rhythm, Mari Cooper was having a day on the outside, and guess what? The The Packers, uh, the Cowboys didn't use CD land. He had like one catch. That ain't going to happen in Green Bay. Devontae Adams is going to get the ball multiple times. You ain't shutting up arguably the best receiver in football. So I'm going Packers big in Lambeau.
1: Nice to see that we are both on the same page, that this is probably going to be – I said last week, uh, I was like, oh, who's going to be the – if there's most likely a blowout, it's probably what the Chiefs-Steelers, and we ended up getting four blowouts. This is the one. Where was, if there's most likely going to be a team that dominates, I think it's the Packers dominating the 49ers. We move on to Sunday, the early game, 3 o'clock on NBC and Peacock, the Los Angeles Rams traveling to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Rams, what was it like week two or week three where they they beat up on the Patriots? They They slapped them around. It was... It was like a, a defining win for the Rams before they lost like every other game against a good team that made us forget that they even beat the Bucks this year. I get that they had, they looked great against the Cardinals, but the Cardinals have been horrible, horrible to end the year. I like the Bucs. I think that the Bucs being at home, the – that atmosphere is electric. The Eagles even said it was so loud in there. I was giving them problems. Crazy that Fairweather fans could, could get that loud. I just don't see Brady losing at home in a divisional round. He's like 14 and two, I think, in the divisional round. But also, if Todd Bowles can shut down Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, Todd Bowles can shut down Sean McVay and Matt Stafford, especially – when Matt Stafford, before last week, couldn't remember what jersey the Rams were wearing and was giving away the balls like it was Halloween candy. I'm going Bucks. I I like it a lot, to be honest. I've been the Rams' negative Nancy. Give me Brady and the Bucks. I think they're probably going to the Super Bowl again.
0: Uh, I agree with you. I'm going Tampa, and one of the main reasons is, is because – the Rams the Rams beat them early in the season. And I find it's hard to beat a team twice in one year. It's hard to beat a tweet team twice in one year. You're going to Tampa. I, I just think Tom Brady and that offense is going to move the ball. Uh, on the back end, we know Jalen Ramsey could probably shut down Mike Evans, but that's what that's that, that's the biggest matchup. Just shutting down Mike Evans and getting pressure up the middle on Brady, and which guess what? They can with Aaron Donna, but. I think it's more on the Bucs' defensive side. I think the Bucks' defense, like Chris said, can shut down the Rams. Uh, um, and uh, I, I just don't see the Bucs losing, losing at home. Again, we could be wrong. Right now we're setting up for another Rogers-Brady uh, NFC championship, which probably means it's probably going to be the Rams that win. But I just, I just don't see the Bucks dropping this game in Tampa man and losing again to the Rams.
1: I agree with you and it's it's one of those games where I feel like it's just smarter to take the Bucks especially with how much the Rams have uh let down. But I mean that Rams team didn't have OBJ back then. The Bucks are beat up right now. Um you know they they started getting a couple guys back but you know, last week they didn't have Leonard Fournette or Ronald Jones.
0: Again, if 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 they can get the pass rush going, if Von Miller, uh, Aaron Donald, and, and that defense can get passers, Leonard Floyd and them, if they can get after Tom Brady, it's going to change the game. It's what they need. But, you know, you know what, Chris? You know, I just gave a whole spiel on how the Bucs are going to win this game. But to be different and have some fun on this podcast, I'm talking myself because, again, I can't see the same NFC championship again. I'm going to change my picture. I truly think the Bucks win, but you know what? There's something in my gut that on Sunday the Rams are somehow going to pull this goddamn game out. I don't know how they are. But there's just something in me. I'm putting my trust in Matt Stafford and Sean McVay. I can't wait to get this shit to get shit thrown right in my face for this. But fuck it, Von Miller. I'm doing this for you. Picking the Rams against the Bucks.
1: Hey, you're undefeated in the playoffs right now. So well, I won't be s- after that game. <laughs> I, who knows? Who knows? I I didn't think the Niners would win. You were you were all over it. Uh, but we go to the game of the week. Game of the year, to be honest, if we're being honest. Because unless we get a Bucks-Packers-NFC championship game, there's no other game that's going to be as good as this or even compete with it.
0: On paper. On paper. On Remember paper. what happened last year. Remember what happened on paper. last
1: year. I'm speaking 1,000% on paper. The Bills traveling to the Kansas City Chiefs on CBS – 6.30. 30. I assume it's going to be uh Jimmy. and Romo,
0: no Roma and Tracy Wolfson on the side. <laughs> funny, actually, at the end of the game the other day, Tony Romo was literally like five feet from me in his Range Rover, his all-white Range Rover. Really? It's actually, yeah, it was actually pretty funny. And then the escape was leaving and he was on his phone looking down all the time. And people were like, Yo, my man, move. And then he finally looked up and drove away. That's not quite Tony Romo's story, but yes. You should be like, hey, Tony, I, I was the bug up. That was me. That was me. Was he was not bug. watching my broadcast. He was watching the regular CBS. Broadcast. I was on Nickelodeon. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I <laughs> had Nate. I had my boy Nate. Nate the Great. Nate Burleson. Nate is anyway, love. He, Nate is Nate he is great. He is great. Yeah. Nice guy, too. Yeah. Awesome guy. Anyway,
1: this is a game where, I mean, this is a revenge game for the Bills. But the Chiefs, I mean, you talk about a team that knows when to hit their stride. I'm, oh, there's just, there's so much that you could say about this game, but at the same time, there's so little that I could even get out. I'm making this pick strictly off of one reason, one reason only just because I need to root for this team. I'm picking the Buffalo bills to get their redemption. Wow. The chiefs are going to win this game, but I need the bills to win because I have that future on the bills. So I can't sit here and pick the Chiefs and then watch the watch them win and get, you know, oh, great. Oh, I need rooting interest. I'm taking the Bills. I need the Bills to win this game because I think if they win this game, I truly – I'm going to come out and say this. Whoever wins this game is not just representing – the AFC. Whoever wins this game is going to be the Super Bowl champion. I think this is the... I think who wins this game is the Super Bowl winner. So I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Even though they don't have their top corner, they go into Arrowhead. They get their redemption. Come on, Bills Mafia. I need... I want that money. Let's go, Buffalo. (laughs)
0: Let's go, Buffalo. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I do have the Buffalo Bills that we picked in the beginning of the year winning or making it to the Super Bowl. I have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, so so the <laughs> me and Chris here are going to be doing reverse roles. I don't see how Kansas City loses this game. I, I just don't. The Bills beat them earlier in the season. I don't think it, was, it wasn't close, right?
1: They killed them bad. They blew they them put them up, up yeah, like fifty they blew,
0: on them. Yeah, guess what? That's the last team you want to piss off. That that wasn't the Chiefs team we know now. And, again, that's the thing about football. You know, people are, oh, they beat them in week five, week six. It's like, that was how many weeks ago? That's a, that's a complete – football game. Football teams go in spurts. You know, some teams are great to start there. Look at the Cardinals. Started off hot, number one seed almost a half, half the year, and then look what happened. I just cannot see – Anyway, the Chiefs lose this game. I think the Chiefs are going to go to the third straight straight Super Bowl after they win this game and win the AFC Championship. I hope I'm wrong. I pray for Bill Moffitt. Josh Allen, do what you got to do. But, again, the Bills all year have been so inconsistent, so inconsistent. And I just feel like the Chiefs, I think, again, it's going to be close like last year. And I again I would not be surprised if the Chiefs took this game away and made it a little ugly later on, man. I just I hope I'm wrong. I pray that I'm wrong. But I think the Chiefs are going. I think the Chiefs are going to the fourth straight AFC championship game.
1: The Bills won earlier in the year, week five, 38 to 20. One thing I've completely forgot about this game. This game was late as anything because of the lightning delay.
0: Ah, uh, that's right. That's I forgot.
1: Right. I forgot all about that. So, not saying that that was like the reason the Chiefs didn't play as well, but it was just a weird game. Like the the Chiefs, it was kind of close at the half. I'm pretty sure I, I have the box score up. It was, it was twenty four thirteen at the half, and then the Bills scored. But the Bills could have put up more points though. In the second half, they were kind of coasting, killing time. Like the game was over, um, you know, by the time the third quarter started. Honestly, the biggest thing for me, he got crushed in this game. Man, Daniel Sorensen was dying in that game when the Chiefs played the Bills. The Bills were, they were, yeah, they were lighting up the deep ball. That's the biggest factor for me is Josh Allen's deep ball. If Josh Allen is hitting digs, And Emmanuel Sanders, if he's hitting them for big games and he's throwing it like he was against the Patriots, it's going to be tough for the Chiefs to to keep up with that because their offense hasn't played like that this year. But if their defense plays like their defense has the last 10 weeks of the year where their defense has won them games, it's going to be really hard for the Bills. The Bills can't win that dogfight. We saw it for when they played the Patriots on Monday Night Football and there was the crazy wins. And they, you know, teams weren't throwing the ball. That's not how the bills win games. They don't win dog fights. They don't win games where they, you know, it's a battle of running the ball down each other's throat and you're, you're relying on your defense. That's not the type of team. They are the chiefs can win that way. They used to not be able to win that way, but this year they've won that way. So the bills need to play. This is Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. The bills need to be absolutely perfect for 12 rounds to win this game
0: yeah no 100 they do and guess what josh if you want to step up and show you weren't the little the second best quarterback in the afc behind pat mahomes you got it. this is a game you have to win i know i know we, we know tre davis white has been out but guess what he's been out for the whole year he's been a while now no you can't use injury excuses anymore you're there and you play with what you got so what let, let's see if bill's mafia We'll travel well to Kansas City and Arrowhead and get this win. I hope this game is close, man. I hope it's a nail-biter.
1: And Josh Allen, this is what your contract is for, for you to win these games. That Mm -hmm. massive contract you got, this, this Sunday night is the game where you have to live up to that contract. You lose this game, and you lose to the Chiefs again in the playoffs, this is – I'm not saying Bills fans are going to turn on him, but as an outsider, it's going to be very hard-pressed for me to believe that Josh Allen will just ever beat the Chiefs. So that's the, that's the game of the week. Bills, Chiefs, please
0: be close. Hopefully it lives up to it. Hopefully it lives up to it, man.
1: <laughs> I'm excited, though. I, I'm bummed that after this week – there's going to be two games the following week, and then no game, and then only one game. Football season flies by, but as slants and rants, we keep on moving. Even when the football, even when the playoffs end, even when the Super Bowl ends, we hop right into the off season. So make sure you share the podcast. You tell your friends. You tell your friends, friends, friends. Tell your family, everybody. Because even though the season's about to end. We're just getting started. This is season one completing. We got season two coming underway. So thank you all for listening. Patty V. Hey,
0: let's, let's just have a good week of football. That's all I ask for. That's all we want. Good divisional week of football. I'll be in Nebraska on Saturday. Freeze my ass off. But hey, Chris, you have a lovely night and a great weekend. And here we go, here we go. You've been listening to Slants and Rants with CTD and Vega. Please leave a like, rate, and review. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SlantsRantsPod. Until next time, don't forget to shake them.